I thought I'd come at you today with some stories of personal experience over the last two weeks. I know I didn't put out a podcast last week, and I apologize for that. But I wanted to gather some stories, and I think this might be my way of doing things from here on. Gather some stories, then make a podcast about it. There's not really any need to do this weekly if there's not much to talk about. I know babbling might not be great to listen to anyway. So what I'll start with today was a story from this morning. I was using my dietetic role and talking with a client. She told me I could share this story with you. I won't be sharing details at all, except with the spirit that I encountered. So just wanted to let you know. Don't expect to hear anything else um, about that realm. But I was sitting there talking with her about her trauma and how it relates to her nutrition. In that same area of conversation is talking about her mom who can't really face the trauma in her life, let alone the trauma happening in her daughter's life and what has happened to her since she was a child. As we were talking about how much she how much love she has for her mother and how much love her mother has for her I brought up well what if she just cannot take it this denial is coming from a place of her being able to sustain mental capacity or uh, being able to sustain you know thriving and how to live versus just breaking down completely. And she said she thinks that's exactly what's going on. When we were talking about this, the most interesting thing happened. I got several chills and felt cold and my eyes started to water. I know last time I talked to you about my clairaudience and clairvoyance and I felt this feminine energy and just lost it almost. Now, if you know anything about me, you know I really just don't cry. I get my energy out in other areas, but crying kind of just, I don't know, it gives me a headache and it pisses me off. That's how I react to it. So judge as you wish, <laughs> but I get my energy out in other fashions, so it's fine. Um, but that being said, that is my sign that something is here with me. That's not my reaction. It is energetic. It is um, somebody else's energy coming through. So I explained what was going on and she said she thought that was her grandma. And her grandma was coming through to say that her mother loves her deeply. Her grandma loves her deeply and she wants her to be able to care for herself and her body because she is very loved and that she deserves it. So that was one of my experiences. It just happened to, ha you know, be today. I wanted to get with you also to explain about my session with Cynthia Mil Miller last Tuesday. So I'll link her um, information in the description if she says it's okay. I've asked her about that and I'm just waiting for a response. But this woman is amazing. I didn't really know what I was getting into. My friend Sammy, bless her. Oh, my goodness. She sent this as a free session to me. And she 
was just saying that I needed to do this. I said, okay, you know what? I didn't even look into it. I was just trusting Sammy as, well, she wants me to do this, so I'm going to do this. And I didn't look into Cynthia. I didn't really see what she did. I saw it was something about energy healing for families. So I was like, okay, well, let's just do this. I had a completely open mind for it. And of course, I think it's because Sammy sent it to me, somebody that I trust and love. And um, I just want to read you my notes from this session. Cynthia said that I could share my notes. And um, I just wanted to make sure that I did that for you. So she started this session opening chakras through meditation, which was really nice. And I had told her two things before this session started. I didn't, I didn't use it as a therapy session. It was more of energy clearing. And um, I had told her that all of my trauma is financial. And I had told her that I am very clairvoyant and clairaudient. And I'm learning to use these gifts since last year. Well, she just, she went, took me through this. She knew exactly where to take me from there. What she did after we did that meditation was to connect myself. That is the side of keeping me safe to the side of self that is wanting abundance and knows that I can have abundance. And there is some reason they can't come together. So she took me through this meditation that brought them together. And whoa, was that really cool. I saw, because I'm visual, right? The side of myself that is very business-like and tries to keep me safe, I look at as maybe my ego. And so she's dressed in this black pinstripe suit with you know her hair up in a bun. And she's very businessy and very serious. The other side of myself <laughs> that knows that I am abundant and can create my life is one that wears hippie skirts and my hair's long and down, um, which is how it is now. Um, my hippie skirt, my t-shirt, being barefoot or in my chacos, right? So the two had to come together and to compromise, to work together. So I saw the side of myself that is the abundant one. Let the hair down of the other. So now she's still in her, you know, pinstripe suit, but she's able to let her hair down a little bit, relax a little bit. The other one, the serious one, took her and just put a white suit on her, some gold jewelry. She still has got her hair down and it's still wavy and unkempt. And she's just dressed in this nice white suit. It's, you know, flexible, so she feels still free in it. But it's interesting to see how they kind of come together and how that happened in my mind. <laughs> the other thing she did was clear blockages. And there are some methods that she uses that are amazing, and I really want to look more into them. But for the first two, she said that these blockages happened when I was 27 or 28. She was getting those numbers, those years. <clears throat> and I'll tell you, that's when I graduated my undergrad and was on my way to Florida for my graduate school. Well, 
She said, this trauma was not mine. This blockage was not mine. And I have a, fam- a feeling that it was my mom's. She, was, she said it was terror. And I think my mom was just really afraid for us to leave Chattanooga and move to Jacksonville, Florida. Um, because it's unknown. My mom doesn't really travel very much. And especially move. She's never moved. So they're still in the same house they lived in when I was born. They got married. So I think she was just really scared for us and our family to move to Jacksonville. But Cynthia cleared that. Then she cleared my blockage. When we went down to Jacksonville, Florida, this crazy thing happened. For the price or the cost of living, I'd found this apartment complex and or apartment community, as I'm taught to say. I was a leasing consultant in my former life which was a lot of fun and I miss. But anyway, so I, we go down there. Chris arrives first in the U-Haul and he gets out of the U-Haul to go into the office and he stops. There were people there glaring at him and he felt very uncomfortable and he's, he's got a really good intuition um, and he listens to it, which is a really good thing. And he said, nope, we cannot do this. He got back in the U-Haul, called me and we had to figure out what to do. So a neighbor from beside my parents when I was growing up just happened to move to Jacksonville and they'd lived there for, I don't remember if it was a few years or how long they had been there, but I don't, I don't honestly don't remember much. Maybe my mom called them. I think maybe that had happened. Um, and she had said that we could stay at their house. Thank God for Linda. Wow. I bawled that night. I was so scared of what in the world did we do? I moved my family down to Florida for grad school. We have no home. We can't do anything. We have no money. What are we going to do? And um, had no idea. But thank God for Linda because she let us, her, her, she and her family let us stay in their home for a night. They weren't there, but we were able to go out the next day and find an apartment. So I'm always super grateful for that. Um, Let's see. So that was very traumatizing as well, even though it was just a moment and everything turned out just fine. And I always know things turn out just fine. It's a matter of getting past the challenges. So maybe I just still had some blockage trapped from that moment. Who knows? But Cynthia cleared that one. The last two were generational blockages. The first one is insane. So apparently I'm the eighth generation. It comes from my mom's side of the family. So does the other one. But Mia is the ninth generation affected on this first one. And once she had flipped through and I closed my eyes when she was saying that everybody was coming through that was affected I felt cold chills and I felt lightheaded there was so much energy around me I started bawling I couldn't even breathe and when I cry I you know it at the rare occasion it happens I don't have the problem of breathing but I was trying to find my breath it was insane Everybody came together that was affected. And they were all wearing gold outfits. And it was like a huge party. 
once she cleared it, gold glitter was falling from the sky. There were loud celebrations. Like everybody was cheering. I could hear the sounds of cheering. And it was just crazy. There were, we were all jumping around, celebrating, smiling, dancing, and we were all hugging. Everyone was just super happy. And the chills and the goosebumps and the sobbing, I had to just calm my breath. And after I was able to calm my breath, that's when I saw everybody just cheering and just really happy. I felt a huge release with that one. The other one was not as intense, but it was still pretty interesting. I was the eighth generation. Mia was not affected, so I didn't pass that down. And this time, it still came from my mom's side, but there were many men in the line. So instead of like jumping, celebrating, hugging, dancing, little glitter, they were all dressed in tuxedos like it was New Year's Eve, um, like with top hats. (laughs) I don't know why. Um, And they all were cheering with their arms raised, but they weren't jumping. And it was like they had champagne in their hands to toast or something. They actually threw like glitter in the air or the confetti in the air. And it was white, silver, blue, red, and green. There's a nail polish I have with the glitter in there that, that are those colors. That's what they threw. It was not the gold glitter and it wasn't super bright. It was just like a yay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like men would do versus having a lot of females in the room getting excited and just really letting it all out, right? So I thought that was interesting. She actually did five clearings. I don't remember the other one. Um, but I can tell you after this session was over, I had to cook and I was lightheaded. I still felt weak. My legs felt weak. I was spent of energy and really tired. I was joyous. It was an incredulous feeling. And I was still shivering like I was freezing, which was really pretty interesting. And then over the last, let's see, that was that experience. And then over, I don't remember when it was, somewhere around then though, I was in my office and there was somebody that came to me. And I could see the energy and the static. And I asked my pendulum what they needed. Did they need my help? Yes was the answer. And I just got this feeling, did they need help to cross over? The answer is yes. And so I did that. I used gold glitter coming from the ceiling for whatever reason. That was the visual. The glitter piece was bigger and bigger until that... Um, male energy could step forward to it and it was like a big huge mirror or a doorway and it was open to him and he could see his family and he could step through and then I closed it and that visualization as well Um, so I always close everything so nothing else can come through there was another one um, where I've been watching Help My House is Haunted (laughs) but I think it's helped me Um, from what I've been experiencing, I had this little creature in my office. It was tiny and it was just kind of mischievous, nothing crazy. Um, and I just kind of got that it was a little imp. So I asked my pendulum, it said yes. And so instead of me clearing the imp, because I don't feel like 
I'm confident enough to do that. My visualization for that was actually having my Western archangel, who was guarding the Western part of the building where I was, stick their arm in, pick up the little imp with like their thumb and forefinger and flick him out to the West. (laughs) And he can't come back. So my archangels, I say, to the north, the south, the east, and the west, and they guard wherever I am, whether it's my home or while I'm at work or, you know, the car or just the whole city that I'm in. Um, So I had, I allowed my archangel to take the lead on getting rid of the imp. So I have a client on that I see each week, and my client was saying that I did have that Um, I told her what happened with the imp (laughs) and she laughed, but she said, yeah, I saw him last week. I just didn't know, you know, what he was or what he was doing there. It was just more curious and kind of allowing because she sees everything like she can actually see. It's not just energy for her. She actually sees faces and forms, um, not like I can. And in that same session, she also saw the same energy that was with there with us. Um, I picked up his name was William. She picked up he was in suspenders, and I picked up that he was there for my husband. Um, Chris doesn't know who he is because he said he wanted me to take home the message, forgive me. And so I told Chris that, and he still doesn't know who he was, but I haven't seen William again or felt his energy. And the different energies do feel different, so um, I really haven't felt him around again. Well, I wanted to say thank you for listening to this podcast. And as I come up with a few stories, I'll continue to record them um, as things happen. But otherwise, I don't think that it needs to be a weekly thing because I don't want to just come on and ramble. If you have any stories, that's why I'd like you to share them. I'm not going to have so many to share each week, and I'd really love to hear yours and talk about them on air or have you come on and talk about them on air. So if you will, just send me a message, spirittalkwithcaitlinlahey at gmail.com, and I will be very happy to share your story or interview you, whichever you decide. Have a wonderful week.